Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Because it was Thanksgiving, I said a huge thank you to all the Something's Brewing listeners. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Friday morning after Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a beautiful Thanksgiving. Episode number 40, brought to you by Viore Clothing. A new perspective on performance apparel. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it. Such an incredibly versatile, incredibly soft, and incredibly comfortable product that can be used for just about any activity in everyday life. It's an investment in your happiness, Dan. It's so true. It really is. And have you have you tried those shorts on yet? You you got to try them on. Oh, they're they're fabulous. They are. They're the softest they're the softest shorts I've ever had. Check them out at vioriclothing.com. That's V U O R I clothing.com and enter code believe B L E A V at checkout for a discount. Don't forget to check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. Great job from with uh, additional posting, by the way, Dan. Follow us on Instagram mm. at somethingsbrewing or shoot us an email to Corey at somethingsbrewing. Mr. Producer Dan, how was your Thanksgiving, my friend? Oh, uh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. You Lo- know, turkey. Turkey. Stuffing. Lo- Low key potatoes. Low key. Here's the million. Key, Thor. Here's, here's the million dollar question. Oh, With three NFL games in a row, yeah. on Thanksgiving Day yeah. with on national TV. Yes. Did you see any of them? No. No. <laughs> That's three classic. in a row. Three games in How a row. How does everybody have that kind of time? Well, I guess it's Thanksgiving. You got time. But. Yeah, you got time. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't catch any. We'll hit. We'll hit a little bit on yeah, that we'll, uh, we'll, on the yeah. NFL later. But yeah. okay. So episode forty. No honorable mention this no? week. We actually have a favorite. Oh. Number forty. Oh yes, Mr. Mike Allstott. Yes. Running back from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the only A train that I know of. New Lennox Mustang fame, my Pop Warner program that, oh, that I grew right? up in. Yep, he came from the same Pop Warner program. Wow. A fantastic running back at Purdue. Uh, an unbelievable athlete for as big as he was. Ranked in the top 10 for power backs of all time. And won Super Bowl 37 in 2002 with those previously mentioned Buccaneers. Nice. So, Mr. Mike Allstott, big shout out to you, my friend. Something's brewing. Number 40. Favorite. Number 40. Beautiful. And with that, producer Dan, yes, sir. we are off. Okay, UCLA football recap. Okay, ooh, so wait, really, yeah, middle, the like middle of the ground, not a recap and not a recap. Okay, uh, an incredibly, uh, I would say, entertaining game. Okay, hence why we're not going to give it a recrap. Yeah. There's many points of it that will go into the recrap bucket, but <laughs> uh, but not the intro. Okay, okay. All so right. I was in. Should the... we do a little fight song? Yeah, give it to me. C L A. Good C L A. Lost to S C. Hey. Okay, I yeah. was in attendance with 25 of my closest friends in the club level. Nice. Yep. Shout out to the Med Men crew and the Rescue One Financial guys. Wait, Med Men? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I love. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Yep. Love it. Gotta love the the apple of cannabis. Literally. 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 Right. You yes, got. You got to love what they're doing. Congratulations to them. So, UCLA. We'll start with UCLA's defense and the fact that they had a very tough game. All right. USC had over six hundred fifty total yards on offense. Can you give me something from Chip? And when they have the weapons that they have, they make it very, very difficult for you. Okay, hold on. They have weapons? <laughs> yeah. So their receivers Ow. are really, really good. Uh, you know, starting with nice, starting with Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, you know, and, and all their receivers were good. They had a couple drops that could have made it even worse. Um, their their quarterback Slovis, the backup, you know, he's he had 515 yards passing with four touchdowns and 198 rating. Um, and and let me make something very clear. He's a true freshman. Okay. He didn't play very much in high school. In fact, his team sucked in high school, but he was coached by Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. So he's basically played less than half the games that DTR has in college. So 
enough about playing in high school anymore. It's about the experience in college. So we got smoked by a true freshman. He's thrown for 400 yards in like four or five, the five of his last games. Wow. All right, so moving on to our quarterback. DTR had a great game statistically. Okay. Is that right? He, he did. Oh, good. But not in the only statistic that matters. <laughs> All right. He had three. You know, you don't. It's this is not. A, this is not a laughing matter. No, Dan. it's not. This no, is not a not. laughing matter because I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm coming. Coming at it here. Right. Sure. No. 367 yards passing though, with over 400 yards of total offense. Three touchdowns in the air. One on the ground. And UCLA's offense had well over 500 yards of total offense. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go back to a, a, a chronological recap of the game. All okay. right. Sure. We go down and score on the first drive again. Okay. After a gift that they gave us of roughing the punter. All right. We Chip has a great opening play calls. And by the way, Chip called an another awesome game in general yeah. in, in one of the biggest games of the year. All right. Uh, and we go down on the, on the first drive, a beautiful effort by Felton to score. We go up seven, nothing momentum UCLA. All right. Mm. We hold them to a punt on the next drive. Momentum UCLA. We go three and out on our next drive, but momentum still UCLA. We hold them to a field goal on their next drive. Mm. Score seven to three. Momentum still UCLA. UCLA. Okay. We go three and out again, but when we punt, USC fumbles the punt. Oh. So now you're thinking. I, I haven't. Sa- I haven't said a word about momentum being at USC yet, right? No, no, okay. no, no. So I've said three and times. They're fumbling. They're fumbling. So, so yeah. huge opportunity. We're about. We can go in and put the pedal to the metal, and go up fourteen to three. Let's do it. If we go in and score after the botched punt, but we don't. And why don't we, Dan? Ask me. Why don't we, Corey? But why don't we? Well, DTR throws an interception when we have a chance to have a wide open guy phillips running into the end zone on a corner route and let me just go back and look at at, and and critic critically look at this play because this was a huge turning point early in the game where i've said momentum 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 yeah ready to put the our our foot on their throats in a rivalry game where momentums matter all right he, we have a max protection in, no wide receiver to the right-hand side, mm. and three wide receivers to the left-hand side, okay? Okay. The tight end is on the right blocking, max protection. Yep. DTR gets this shotgun snap and spends three hitch steps looking to the right. Now, Dan, oh. did you hear what I just said about the alignment? And you don't know anything about football. Yeah. What, 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 what was wrong about what I just said? Well... You've got three guys over here. To the left. You've got uh, one guy over there. Zero to the right. Oh, zero to the right. And, oh. he, and he looks and to, the right. to the right. And I'm looking to the right. And I'm wondering, uh, why is no one there? Right. But, but maybe you, I'll but, keep looking. Maybe I'll keep what? looking, then here, a guy will appear. Yeah, here, exactly. That almost like... If I keep looking, someone from the right will appear. Right. However, well, there's three guys standing around going, hello. Um, but you're the quarterback, right. and you know when you get to the line of scrimmage that there's nobody to the right. <laughs> so why are you looking to the right at all? Well, let me ask you this. This is a rookie question, but um, don't they uh, do a little huddle where they call and they, they agree on what play it's going to be? Right, which the play says in the, in the, in the cap, in the, in the little uh, the underneath in parentheses for the play, if you're looking at it on paper, yeah. it would say in parentheses, don't forget, no one's to the right. Yeah, that's the play. Okay. Remember the play where everyone's to the left. Yeah, exactly. So the... This is the inside receiver. It it irks me so much (laughs) because because the inside receiver, the in the third receiver on the left, ran a beautiful corner route. And if we would have just been, if he would have been looked to the left, even with half of the time, even if he made the mistake and looked to the right for a second, sure, instead of instead of for three hitch steps, he would have had a perfect Mm. corner route on time, touchdown, fourteen to three. Instead, Dan, he throws it to the two number two receiver that's running a a short out pattern okay. into a dropping zone defender okay. and he throws an interception ah okay ah uh, okay so I, I i hate to put so much pressure on that particular play but it goes back to a critical thing our quarterback was looking to the right for hitch step hitch step oh nobody's there interception 
So then on the other hand, you watch Slovis. So Slovis, again, did I mention he's a true freshman? True, yeah, true, if very you, true freshman. I watched the whole, I recorded the game. I was at the game, I recorded it. I went back and watched it twice from start to finish. The guy never took more than three hitch steps the whole game. Wow. He was throwing the ball on time all over the field. So he gets he gets rid of he gets rid of the ball with literally as half as many hitch steps, and then he throws a beautiful pass. So instead of instead of being fourteen to three, we're down ten to seven. Yeah. Okay. Momentum shifts to USC. All right. So next, you talk about momentum swings, right? Yeah. Right after they they go down and score after the pick, but then we come back. After a fantastic run by number 19, Casimir Allen, where the hell has this guy been? He looks like a smaller version of Felton, which it gives you all kinds of more hope for the future. Wow, yeah. And we grab the momentum back at 14 to 10, okay? Then they methodically go down and score again to the, grab the momentum back after Darnay Holmes gets juked on the goal line. So for those of you that are watching this play, Pittman goes in motion. All right. And Holmes sprints over all the linebackers. He goes in motion back the other direction. It's man to man coverage. You can't go that hard in the other direction. But which, by the way, on the left hand side of that play where Pittman looked like he was pretending to go in motion, there's all kinds of receivers. So you don't have to sprint over there. You can take your time getting over there because on the where you where they now juke you and go back the other way, he's wide open for another touchdown. Terrible, terrible play. So that's when you first got the first uh, little glimpse of of DTR sort of gingerly limping around, right? Mm-hmm. So the, throughout the whole game, they're talking about how he the, the the sideline reporter is saying, you know, he looks to be injured. Well, that's because he's limping into the tent. But then he comes out. He and he's he's never limping while he's running. He's only limping after the plays. He gets his ankles retaped, but he gets at first he gets the 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 other ankle taped where they went back and showed a play where he got rolled up on his ankle, but he didn't get that ankle tape first. He got the other ankle tape. <laughs> All right, so okay. Anyway, so we're going to get the key word here is going to be drama. We're going to get to a lot of the, the word drama. We're going to use a lot of the words drama. All right, so we come back after a couple good plays. We take another sack for another sack for a 10 plus yard loss after he literally shuffles back, shuffles forward, shuffles back. Now it's second and 21. Okay. And, and I went back and recorded it. We had like six seconds that we could have gotten rid of the ball or thrown the ball somewhere else. But instead of throwing it away, he goes in reverse. When we're actually somewhere in, we're actually at that moment, we're in field goal range. All right? So it turns into second and 21. Then he's got a wide open route where he could have thrown the ball to get it back to third and 10. Instead, he throws the ball out of bounds. Okay? And now now on third down, we have an opportunity he gets, we gain a few yards to get back to where we started, and now we have a 54-yard field goal when our kicker's current long longest kick of the year was 49. We missed the kick. I felt bad for the kicker, but we missed the kick because we effed up the plays when we had better field position. We took a 10-yard loss for no reason. So we missed the field goal. We we give them good field position. They grab another touchdown. Now it's 24-14 right before the half. And did I mention the word momentum previously? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, but we do have one more drive before the before the half starts. Um, we had a nice pass to Asiasi down, uh, down the middle. Uh, with, then on first down, there's zero pressure and a four-man rush. DTR bounces back, bounces forward, and throws it into the stands. Dan, there's four yard, four people on the other team rushing us. We have five blockers. Yeah. He he rushes the ball and throws it into the stands. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there a receiver in the stands? No, he, he's getting rid of the ball. Okay. When there's four people rushing yeah, and right. five people and five blocking. Five people, right. Okay, just so we're Which on the same that, page. So the rushers are outnumbered. Okay, right, exactly. Into the stands. Yes. Second down, we get actually a one-yard loss and an incomplete pass into, the, into traffic, then forces mm-hmm. another punt. Okay? We actually get the ball one more time before half, but another sack forces a punt before we escape with any more bloodshed in the first half, okay? So, you know, we still are going to have an opportunity in the second half where I'll get to in a second, sure. Dan. But for the most part, like in, in, in like all the kinds of credit for statistical, uh, you know, uh, opportun- for statistical um, averages for DTR mm-hmm. and the fact that he's a warrior and blah, blah, blah. As far as I'm concerned, 
his mistakes in the first half completely ruined the opportunity for us to keep the momentum into halftime and win that game because if you were if you know anything about football you could tell that USC was going to score a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of points on us mm-hmm. on our defense mm-hmm. I, I didn't think we rushed the passer nearly enough we didn't pressure the passer nearly enough we didn't we sat back in zone and got picked apart on defense okay well that's fine but but you still can win if you outscore the other team yes Anyway, whew. well, you know what Chip says about that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you always have to score more than them, so we didn't score enough points to win the game. Right? You know what? That's, that's he's deep. got it. He's that's got pretty, it figured out. It's pretty deep. You got to score. Apparently, that's how you win. You score more points on the other team. So we come out and the, they get the ball on the on the first series, the second half. We get oh, the up, second half. Okay, good. Sick, we're in the second half. They get, we give up a long drive for, for a touchdown. Okay. Now we we get the ball. We do nothing. We punt. SC gets the ball in the second, another series, another touchdown. We're down 38 to 14 and momentum is like at that particular point, no question. You're, I almost wanted to leave. You know, it was like, it didn't feel good. Right. Yeah. Then we get a fantastic run by Asiasi with a crossing route over the middle. That's another thing that I've noticed as I've continued to watch DTR over and over and over. Passes between the hashes in the middle of the field between the hashes, stellar. Mm. Anything outside the hashes, you're you. you, you I, I want to close my eyes and see what happens. <laughs> it's almost like his 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 uh, range of viewing only exists inside the hashes. Yeah. So he throws a beautiful ball, but it was even better run by Asiasi. Okay. So now we're we now we're thirty eight twenty one. Okay. We get them to miss a field goal. All okay. right. All right. After we gave up a huge run, they had a nice a drop on a third down passing play. They mm-hmm. missed the field goal. All right, so now you're thinking, let's see what hey, we listen, can do. Right. Let's put together another a good drive. It could be 38 to 21. Momentum. All right. By the way, uh, um, you know, you, DTR's got both ankles taped now. He's running, he, but he's running fine. Okay? okay. And Brian Greasy, the announcer, actually makes a comment about how he's got both tapes, uh, both uh, ankles taped, mm-hmm. and that it might be f- for an effect. Right? Because I agree. <laughs> oh, really? Spatting your shoes always looks better. There's no question about that. All right. So Wait, after spatting, yeah, it's called spatting your shoes when you tie your when you tape your the outside of your shoes. It looks really it looks cool. like spats. Yeah, it, it's exactly. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you guys do the Charleston? So in all right, a locker room. Yeah. So so we got a good drive, so talk right? To me. Yeah. All right. So it's first and goal. We miss a wide open slant route. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then he, then DTR has another another really nice run with with a you know to the to the sideline and and he runs into the stands a little bit. It looks like he gets like shot in the leg. Right. He starts oh. limping a little bit. And 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 even Brian Greasy, you can tell Brian Greasy start, wants to be like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So again, his but his body language is absolutely terrible. All right. Okay. Um, it looks like he is like severely hurt. Right. right. Dramatic hurt right looks like if you just if you don't know anything about anything you're like and you ask a 10 year old does that person look okay <laughs> and the 10 year old would like, say no. no he doesn't right. he or she would say no he does not look okay right. but we get a touchdown oh. that, that he throws he throws a beautiful a nice little pass to the left he doesn't look hurt when he's throwing the pass but then they put the camera on him after we just scored the touchdown to bring us back with to bring us within 10 to 38 mm-hmm. 28 and again body language looks like as if you know, he is severely hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. The start of the fourth quarter goes with a 45 yard touchdown pass from Slovis again. And you'd be thinking game's over. Right. Yep. They're up 45 to 28. We game come over, man. We come game back. Over. But we come back with a great drive to put us back within 10. Now we're 45 35 after another couple really good runs from DTR. Yep. And he looks to be running just fine. So uh, but I I showed you some of those videos yes, that you did. Yeah. Yeah. That I that I want to get to in a few moments because we I there was a, one highlight that we're going to have to use forever. But <laughs> so now now we're back to within 10 45 35 again, but then UC, USC comes back for another touchdown to put it to 52 35 with 838 minutes and 39 seconds left next we go on a 12 play drive that ends with us going for it on fourth down at sc's like 12 and dtr gets sacked again and he gets on fourth down you know not a not a terrible tackle is a barely anything and he gets hit in the head lightly on the way 
on the as the, the their their star safety as he's getting up he nicks the side of his helmet with the foot okay next thing you know you see i should you saw that yeah, sideline sh- that sideline footage of, mm-hmm. of dtr looking like he literally yeah, yeah. is be is like him on the sideline like having a breakdown of some having kind, a right? breakdown after getting nicked in the side of the head yeah. right yeah so and you know in chip again like we, we we hold them from scoring again. Austin Burton comes in because of the again the kick to the head. Mm-hmm. We get stopped on a fourth and one, and a, and after the eight play drive, eight, an eight play drive, basically the game is over. But Chip, get, you know, again, do you have the chip about him being a consistent warrior? By chance? No, I don't think I do. Okay, well, he, I, I, he's a consistent warrior. Yeah, he's like consistent warrior. He tries to win but every I'm t- time. But he I'm, but I'm literally, thing. I'm, I'm tired of calling. I'm tired of hearing him being called a warrior because he looks like he's hurt. Okay, it's t- okay. I was going to ask you about that. I, I was going to get into kind of like. There's a mental game going on too, right? The mental game is and the so mental important. Game is you don't show the other team that you're hurt. I assume, or, right? Dan, or, or your teammates, or your teammates is more important, right? Okay, like that's a leadership role. One hundred percent hurt. You and, gotta just and it's time grit. to deliver some tough love, yeah. okay? Uh, and I'm gonna call it as an objective person would call it the dude's drama. All right. And unless he gives me a drama-free performance against the Bears, I am done looking on the bright side. Yeah. And the and the, the dude needs to move to wide receiver, or I can promise you that we might make a bowl game next year with him at quarterback. Mm. And that's about as that's about that's as, a, as good. Yeah. That's about as harsh as it can possibly be. But I am not alone, and I'm tired of Chip babying him. When it's time to be a little more accurate, and 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 the frig- fragility. That must exist there because I also saw Chip talking to him on the sidelines like, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, they asked Chip are about okay? that in the, in the press conference. And yeah. he was like, oh, just uh, try. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> hey, you know, honey. You know, it's, it's like and then his arm around him in the in the in the in the uh, in the in the tunnel afterwards. Uh-huh. Like, no, it's time for some tough love. Yeah. And by the way, like it, I, I'm not in the meeting rooms, but if Chip I would love I would give a million dollars to hear how the 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 review of the game you know you go and you sit in the meeting rooms you watch yeah, the play yeah. on the interception what do you say what do, what do you how do you how does that go WTF like it'd be it's just like how does it say now now they hit pause and say now DTR just quick quick question run me through your what run me through your thought process here <laughs> why are you looking why are you looking to the right yeah and, and and it would be almost better if he said, "I thought somebody might come out of nowhere," and, right? <laughs> right. At least that'd be something. But it's 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 you know it's it, enough already. Like enough, 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 enough. Right. Because you're now are you're it's almost like you're pa- patronizing the 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 not the the casual. UCLA football fan sees 400 yards, three touchdowns, right, and one right. touchdown running, and close and hears some of the announcers. But but even you right. even you heard Brian Greasy sort of towing the line where he's like, mm-hmm. uh, I see him looking like he's hurt, but he doesn't really look like it. So this is a rivalry <laughs> game. You got to get out there and do it. So the casual fan sees 400 yards and a tough competitor. Right. But anybody knows that knows a little bit more about football sees everything that I just said, and I've yeah. been saying for the last. Three weeks and pretty much the whole season, right? And and it's enough already. Like you know, to, like the the tough love has got to start coming, or you're going to start losing more and more credibility. And there are other quarterbacks on the team, right? Of course, like I there's like, like a whole the, bench full. The quarterback, quarterback on the other side of the team is a true freshman that wasn't right. supposed to start the season. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like we don't have anybody uh, that that can actually play. But again, you, like it's riskier to. Can you imagine? Is it though? At it, this it, point, it, it, he, it must be so risky for Chip to not actually be honest about it, and like <laughs> and give a little bit of tough love because the guy right. ran for had right. four hundred yards of offense. Right. Well, I would have taken two hundred and eighty yards of offense in a victory because if we would have been winning fourteen to three, we could have ran the ball a little bit more and used up a little more time in possession. Yeah. Like, oh, do you want to win? Do you want to win or do you want to have more yardage? Oh, gotcha. So I have a few more thoughts on this, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for one more week. All right. DTR? Yeah. And we're going to do that. I know it didn't sound like I was going to, but there's one more game. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But then that's it, right? Remember what you said about getting on my knees and begging for forgiveness in the square? 
<laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I All right. So that. one more game for the okay. benefit of the doubt. All right. And then we're going to do a You're final a season wrap up after the Cal after game. After the Cal game. Okay. So with that, we're going to move into the UCLA football preview for the Cal game. All right. Well, we are. Okay. So this is UCLA's bowl game against the Bears. All right. And you don't know, you know what a bowl game is? You got to make a bowl game. So this is yeah. our bowl game. It because, is. Yeah, okay. because we're not going to, we needed to beat SC. Because we're not going, right, we're not. So this is our bowl game. This is it. All right, and a big shout out to At my the buddy. Rose bowl. Yep, and a big shout out to my buddy from Cal, not to Tua Tagaloa, because he's one of the greatest Cal Bears defenders of all time. He did offer to come on the show, but I didn't want to waste his time on a meaningless game. Yeah. All Wait, right. What's his name? Natu Tuatagaloa. All right, that's an awesome Isn't freaking it? name. That's the guy that went back and listened to every episode no. from start to finish. Well, I would say hello he's, to him if he, I could pronounce his and name. He's, and that's he's an like awesome. he's like one of those guys that I don't know extremely well. Yeah, but I fucking love him. Good man. He's a great man. So, and I played some tough bear. We we when I was there, we played some tough bears defense over the years, and he was even tougher than them. That's awesome. Did a little more research on him, and one of his NFL coaches said that that they said that he had B minus talent with an A plus work ethic. What, so you know not to that that's the, that's the type of shit ethic. that we were just talking about our quarterback work. like he's got a plus a plus uh, uh, ability with you know, C minus efforts. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so Cal's currently favored by a point and a half, but I, I promise you Cal is coming to play. All right? They're, yeah. They they yeah. they have a winning record. They're going to a bowl game. They can go to a better bowl game. Our defense should look much better against their, a subpar offense compared to what we played against mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't look significantly better, then I'm going to be pissed. If we don't blow Cal out, I'm going to be pissed. If this is a close win, I'll be pleased but that would be like putting lipstick on a pig of a season. Okay? <laughs> the only way we go into the off season with any kind of positive momentum is with a blowout win. Yeah. <sighs> I was nervous about getting through that because but I felt like I was that was that was the most polite I could possibly be. But listen, be. it's been the season's over and you've been very patient. I th- I think especially as a former QB, you've been very I've been patient. very patient and but could you see it? You see I'm, everything at a level. But I'm, that, I, but I'm getting tired of yeah. Chip's patience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know what? It's not an excuse. We have to win. We have to win games, and that's what that's what that's that's what the bottom line is. So that's kind of where we are in this whole situation. Yeah. So good thinking. If I ever have the balls to ask, if when if whenever I'm going to see Chip again, and if I ever have the balls to simply ask him, you know, like about a couple different plays, mm. you know, mm-hmm. in in, in may, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, and maybe in in the meeting rooms, like DTR is is like you know they're really like challenging him to ex- explain where his mindset is, mm-hmm. and and if that's the case, then I then I will also forever shut up. But anyway. Rest of the Pac-12 uh, highlights a huge mess up by Oregon as they lose to Arizona State. And uh, by the way, another shout out, one, one more shout out. We've been talking about how my brother doesn't like when I just do recaps of scores. And I got to give another shout out to a regular listener, my man Fritz. So he called me out with some constructive criticism as well. Fritz did. Fritz did. Fritz Coleman? <laughs> Fritz did. Oh. Um, it, it's same thing that my brother said. So I'm going to listen. That's oh, you know, boy. I'm going to try and move a little bit quicker through this unless I have some good analysis. But. But um, so, <laughs> okay. but Oregon totally messes up my college football finals bet. All right, so and the, in the Pac-12 standings nationally, because they got beat by wait for it another true freshman quarterback from ASU, Jaden Daniels, who has wow. a huge game to pull off the upset. And good for Herm Ed- Edwards for becoming bowl eligible. Utah did what they were supposed to do, and now I am officially a Utah fan. Holy shit! That's coming up next. Can you give me a Utes? Give me a Utes. Can you give me a Utes in uh, there? No, the Utes are gone. Oh, man. We'll, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll grab you a Ute. Give me a Ute. No, we'll wait for the Utes for uh, later when we're, when we're actually, because they could be in the finals or in the oh, semifinals. Oh, is that right? Save, no, no, Utes no Utes this week. Okay, no, no Utes, Utes this week. Thank, everybody's breathing a sigh of relief. So next up in the Pac-10, we need Utah to not slip against Colorado, yeah. which I know they're not going to do, and I believe that they're going to cover the 28 points at home. That's a lot of points, and I know Colorado had a nice win, but they're going to cover the 28 and a half at home. Utah is going to play in the Pac-12 championship no matter what, even if they lose in the Civil War against Oregon State. Awesome. So as long as Utah beats Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, then I believe they should be in the semifinals and will hit on the, on the, uh, uh, the college football playoffs in a few minutes. 
in regards to the rest of the top 25. So Alabama did come back with a, their their backup quarterback, Mac Jones. Does that not sound like a fantastic football name? Mm-hmm. Just Mac Jones. Mm. Um, they looked great. <laughs> they the scored best. 66 against Western Carolina. And how in the hell do these SEC teams get to play powder puffs in the in the <laughs> latter portions of their of their seasons by the way like that that doesn't exist in any Pac-12 schools by the way the only team that gets to play any like it, 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 the USC plays Notre Dame late in the season every year um no other Pac-12 team plays anybody but a Pac-12 team. How in the hell does the SEC get to have like a week off where they get a victory? And it really? happened with LSU as well, and I yeah. don't like it. Ohio State and LSU both uh, played extremely well to stay on top, and, and Ohio State had the more impressive win against Penn State, uh, and then Clemson didn't didn't play. So next up for, for this week in the top 25, the everybody nationally thinks that Ohio State and Michigan is the biggest rivalry. Um, so it, it, it is going to be huge, though, with, with Ohio State at one and Michigan at at number thirteen. I don't see any way that Ohio State's going to lose that game game, even though it's in the big house. And that's actually going to be my lock of the week with Ohio State covering the current spread of negative nine. So you did it a little prematurely, Dan, but give me the sound effect for our college football playoffs. Holy shit! Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I went back and watched all kinds of old Saturday Night Live clips with Belushi. Did you really? Oh, when I was working out the other day. Oh, man. God, was that guy talented. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. He sure. was talented. Yeah. Oh, Nuts talented. Really, like crazy, like genius talent, yeah. right? Okay, so Ohio State moved back into the number one spot after beating t- Penn State. Mm. LSU moved back to number two, and then Clemson and Georgia round out the top four, which is all that has only changed in order. Swing! Alabama still sits at number five, all right? And Utah moved into number six after Oregon lost. So we got to recap. Number one, Ohio State, then LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Baylor, and Penn State. So Ohio State, they're not going to lose, but they could. LSU will not lose to A&M, but I guess they could. Clemson's will, Clemson will not lose. Georgia won't lose to, to Georgia Tech, but they will lose to S- LSU in the SEC title game. Alabama plays 15 Auburn, which actually should have been put up as another the, the other biggest game of the, of the week. Um, so they easily could lose to Auburn, especially with Mac Jones at quarterback, uh, which would then move Utah up. All right, so they'll no, now be number five. Georgia loses to... LSU in this SEC game, Utah's in, Pac-12 in. I just mm-hmm. readjust all of my mm-hmm. all, all of my gambling. Right, right. That's all. So I, it's it's going to be exciting to see if some of the the things I said most likely won't happen with some of those losses. <laughs> but if like two or three of those things right. happen at once, yeah. the foot the college football world is going to go ballistic. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so let's move the chains over to the rest of the sports section and give me one of some of our favorite music oh. ever. Oh. Day after Thanksgiving, gotta go to the gym. <laughs> All right, so well, I bet you've got a lot to talk about since there were three <laughs> games back to back yesterday. So, but I'm actually going to skip most of the games from last week. Oh, All right, gotcha, so yeah. we had, you know the games happened lot yesterday, three games in a row. Right, but I did go to the Ravens Rams game on Monday night. I was in person there. Shout out! No, to where my, was that? That was at the uh, Coliseum. Oh, here. So I was at the Coliseum twice in like yeah. three days. All right. Yeah, twice in three days, and uh, almost like I should just you know, move down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big shout out to my man Dennis and his hospitality because he is he's a fantastic tailgater. Dennis. Love him, and, a, and another shout out to the great Kush, a uh, longtime listener and a big time mentor. And I and I love him. He's you have a, a friend named Kush. Yeah, that's not so his real. I. That's not his real name, but uh, that's that's how he's going to go by for now. Love right. love you, buddy. Hey, Kush. Okay, so I the only reason I went to that game, I gra- I had my own seat. I, I went went solo. I tailgated with with my buddies, and then I grabbed my own seat up in the club level. Gotcha. And quick before I get into my Lamar Jackson deal, so I'm, I get to my seat a little bit late, in the, halfway through the first quarter, and as I'm walking into my seat, I realize that Rodney Pete, the old SC quarterback, like think about all like the things oh. that could potentially happen right so he's i realize he's sitting literally in front of me 
Oh. All right. <laughs> so I realize it's him, but I'm not. I'm like, you know what? I, it's <laughs> kind of cold out here. He's he looks like he's cold. I, I'm not gonna. I, we've right. met, we know each other. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not gonna. He didn't recognize me, so I'm not gonna go. Oh, I'm, hey, you he hey. didn't recognize me. Like I recognize you. Right. But hey, do you want to have a quick conversation? Yeah. But the awkward. funny part was is that the guy sitting to my left, who had no idea, obviously, who I was. He was a big SC fan. As I was going down to grab a, a beverage. Um, he was like looking around before I got up. He was like looking around like he was trying to find something. I said, you, you, can I, you know, what can I help you? He's like, right. he said, hey, you don't have a pen, do you? I'm like, <laughs> do I have a pen? No, I don't. I, I, I'm like, uh, but I'll get you one. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. Because that's Rodney Pete right there. I want to get his autograph. I was like, you know what? No <laughs> problem, sir. No problem. And then I and as I was going away, <laughs> so awesome. uh, I, I looked at him like almost like you know, I felt like we had a moment yeah. where he might have said, can I get yours, too? <laughs> right, but he didn't. So I went down, got him a pen, and That's I gave hilarious. it to him so that he could get an autograph by Ronnie Pete, who was sitting in front of me after we just lost to USC two mm-hmm. days prior. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With by myself, it's like what are the odds? Talk all. about the small world. So let's get back to the reason why I went to the game. So Lamar Jackson, who we've talked about before, that's yes. the quarterback from the Ravens. Yes. We've given him a lot of props. He's been yes. getting a lot of props, deservedly so. And I wanted to see him in person. So first of all, he's even faster in person. And he has officially jumped. This is a like a monumental moment for me. He has officially jumped Aaron Rodgers as my second favorite quarterback in the NFL. Is that right? He is now, he's only behind Tom Brady. Wow. Yes. And so I feel like I have a, I was already liking the dude. I liked him since he was at Louisville, but mm-hmm. now I've seen him in person for the first time. I continue to love his attitude. I continue to love the way that he plays. And I, the, the best part about this is that three week, two and a half weeks ago, I put $500 on the Ravens when they were nine and a half to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. So it's like forty five hundred dollars, right? Right. Right. Some four thousand plus dollars, whatever you do the math, and they are they're currently their odds are down to two and a half to one. <laughs> so I oh. feel like I, not only has he jumped Aaron Rodgers officially, and he's and right, he's never right. going backwards <laughs> unless unless he has a major injury and never plays again. Right. He's never being passed up by Aaron Rodgers again. Highly doubtful. Just so we're yeah. on the same page. Gotcha. So now I feel like I have not only am I. A fan, yeah. I'm but, also but now you're, invested, yeah, invested in a big way, right? So then the Thanksgiving days come, and there was somewhat entertaining. The Bears won, but they didn't cover, uh, and they actually still have a very outside chance of making the making the playoffs. I'll actually be at the next Thursday night game versus the Cowboys. And speaking of the Cowboys, America's teams, America's team looked like absolute shit on national TV, and they came out looking great in the first series, and then they got smoked by the Bills and. And it was just I loved watching it uh, and I loved every minute of it, especially especially since it was the Bills, because we've I've hit on this before. The <laughs> Bills are my second slash third favorite team behind the Bears, yeah. Patriots, Bills. Bills. OK, right, so I loved watching that. Uh, and then back and quick. Got to give a quick shout out to the Jets. The Jets are really looking good to finish out the year, Grant. And I am so happy for all the Jets fans to go into the offseason with a positive attitude. Donald looks like Keaton Slovis out there. And you know what? There's nothing better than having happy Jets fans. Yeah. Okay. So the rest of the this week in the, in the NFL, so a huge game with those Ravens we talked about in the 49ers as a potential Super Bowl preview. And I'm really, really interested to see if this vaunted uh, uh, 49ers defense can even slow Lamar Jackson down uh, because that's going to tell a lot about what's going to happen in the playoffs. Mm. Because if, if the 49ers can't slow him down and the type of defensive line that they have, being able to rush the quarterback with only four, and it, and keep the quarterback in front of him, in front of them, and not let Lamar you know scramble for you know twenty plus yards and first downs all over the place. Then that's going to be a huge uh, you know a game tape thing that people you know the the, the the playoff that the opposing teams will use in the playoffs. Uh, another big game: the Vikings and Seahawks for the for the wild card control in the NFC. Um, 
I uh, I guarantee you that the Seahawks that's that's my lock of the week for the NFL. The Seahawks oh, yeah? are going to cover the negative three, the minus three against the Vikings. All right. So moving on, NHL still keeping that out for another week, and then the NBA. Mm. So a couple points here. So the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, are now on a nine game winning streak and are top of the East. Damn. All right. The Lakers are have won nine in a row. Nice. And are are looking really good in the top of the West. Nice. Okay. And then I took my whole like my whole work team. Mm-hmm. I took them to the Rockets Clipper, Clippers game last week in a suite. Uh, nice. Had a great ta- great time. Sta- a suite at the Staples Center. Yes. Yeah, Oh, the really? Staples Center. Yep, got it from a client uh, <laughs> for a good price. Uh, had a great time, and, and what a great game! Uh, was down to the wire. The Clippers won after they were trailing with five by five with a minute to go. No, they outscored Houston no. ten to two in the last minute with oh. Kawhi Leonard hitting the game winner. <laughs> yeah, so nice. talk about a great game that I spent with a great team. And thank you all for coming. Really appreciate it. Uh, All right, Kay, college hoops. We're not going to get into all the details of college hoops. We're going to kick off the offseason of of Something's Brewing Mm -hmm. with another with an an annual interview with Eric Chenoweth about how the college college basketball is going. But for a quick UCLA update, so after a 4-0 start, we lost to Hofstra at home. Really? Yeah. Hofstra has a team? Hofstra. Oh, okay. And then we lost to BYU and Maui. Okay. okay. We follow that up with a lopsided win against Chaminade High School. I'm sorry, it's Chaminade <laughs> College. But when I first heard it, I thought it was a freaking high school. <laughs> like but a Jewish private school? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. It's like, come on. So we follow yeah. that up with a win. And then we actually uh, lost a tough one to a very good Mich- Michigan State team. So, mm, okay. Um, not you know again not a lot of an- analysis yet it's still football season oh, it's coming though but my AM five seventy our sorry goose our <laughs> AM five seventy uh, ad this week they they didn't send me the 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 um, edited version with oh, all the music yet right? gotcha. but I basically talked about the bowl game at the at the Bears yeah and then I and and because it was Thanksgiving I said a huge thank you to all of the all of the something's brewing listeners we've oh, grown really that's I, great yeah we, I said we've grown exponentially uh, big reason for that twenty four seven sports crew and the Bruin Report Online crew. Mr. Tracy Pearson, huge thank you to you, sir. You said all this on the ad? Yeah, yeah, really quickly, obviously. My 30-second ad. Um, So we'll, we'll, we'll get that back. And my point was, I said, we're not going, and I also in the ad got out, we're not going away in the off season. So don't forget Ooh. to download and subscribe. Nice. Isn't that kind of smart? Corey, you're, you know. Uh-huh. You're, you like that? Yeah. So, and by the way, so for, again, all the listeners out there, we broke 10,000 in one week for the first time. Yeah, that's a that's like, one. We're the, official now. The first anniversary episode. No, broke, that's broke 10, right. Isn't that awesome. feel good, man? It feels great. Oh god. Oh, should I play this little um? What do you got? Announcer sound effect, please. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. We got something brewing here. Yeah. <laughs> Give it again. Oh, forgot. You're totally forgot. Yeah. Thank you. So when I was doing all, and I was videoing. As I couldn't believe, and I was getting really critical of DTR, as we heard about 10 minutes ago on the show, during one of when we pulled to within 10, when, when we pulled within 45 to 35, yeah. then the uh, the report, the, the guy on ESPN, why am I blanking on his name? Everybody will recognize his voice, but you're right. Thank you. He said this as we- yeah, that was pretty cool. I recorded yeah, that and I sent it to you. We're never going to play that again. Oh, no, no chance, right? Yeah. Okay, so and Thank still you. on one more shout out for the UCLA uh, uh, faithful. So the UCLA women's soccer, remember we talked yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're still in the tournament. Beautiful. They're actually playing, they're on an eight game winning streak. They're playing Florida State right now in the quarterfinals. Great. So if they win, they'll be in the college cup. So they'll. Oh, yeah, sorry. so a <laughs> little foreshadowing. <laughs> All right, so. With that, let's shake it oh, over gonna, to the, oh, let's really? shake it over to pop culture and politics. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, "It's better than yours, damn right! It's better than yours, I can you." But so, is it is it wrong that I know? And it just sounds so. My girls love that song. Oh, do they really? Yeah, it's just like because all they hear is like the beat and, and it's milkshake. It's about a milkshake, right? But it's not. And they're thinking milkshake. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I hate it. it when they and when they when they say the words and right, then right. I, I I'm like I just cringe. Right when right, when they're older they'll be like you know um, dad you when know I was what, yeah you remember you, that song do you know what that they, was about right it was about. <laughs> 
I mean, it's like, come on. And 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 our our seven year old and five year olds are sitting. They're thinking like, oh, someone brought milkshakes, so all the boys ran over. Right? Why wouldn't they? <laughs> Hell, I don't know why the girls didn't run over. But too. we found another. We found another. Point is, we found another shake song. Yeah, we did. Okay? All right. So first on pop culture, do you know that three million people are going to travel on Sunday and by air? No, that's a lot of people. Really, like and everybody going home. And have you seen how bad LAX is? Has been, you know, how they redid all the Uber bullshit. Like you picked me up the other well, day. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to go pick somebody up. I don't know Sunday night. I think it is. Oh and I'm, my I, I'm a god! Little bit, really? Make a note. Tell us how bad it was. I will. All right. So yeah, three million moved, people. Yes. Yeah, Terrible. Another another uh, national story. Did you see the seven year old grandmother that beat up the burglar? So anyway, you did see. Yes, I did. So she, she, I like, think she's like eighty two or something. So I right? and I, and I saw. Or she was she eighty? I yeah. thought she was seventy. Well, she's older. Maybe there are a couple grannies kicking some. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, I saw the Fox News. Uh, uh, saw Fox News doing it. Okay. And they're interviewing Bill Hemmer is doing uh, interviewing her in one of the morning shows, and she starts literally getting into it about how she pulled out this and that and started whacking them. And then she, and he, she's basically saying she's based on paraphrase. She's like, she's basically wants to say this motherfucker wasn't even right. expecting me to kick his ass. I'm kicking his ass. And like, you could tell Bill Hemmer was like, we got through this without her dropping any F bombs. Right. Let's and then so she wants to keep telling the story about how much she kicked his ass. Right. And they literally cut her off at the end of the, oh, did they like, really? yeah, like, they're like, okay, 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 go okay you gotta go to commercial now. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. But I think she kicked his ass and like, Put shampoo in his eyes yes, or something. Yes, that lady, right? and then she was even mentioning the type of shampoo. No, yes, she's awesome. She's, yeah. from, she's from Rochester, New York, which is where I yeah. where I grew up. Don't mess with the old ladies in Rochester, right? New York. So they will shampoo your pupils. Yeah, so I liked her. She she's was cool. Awesome. Uh, did you see the billion dollar jewelry heist from the uh, from a museum in no. Germany? Yeah, was Nicholas Cage in that? <laughs> Good question. No, but Sean Connery was. Oh, awesome. Yeah. No, seriously. Entrapment. Remember that movie Entrapment where he steals, he's a great thief and he steals the mask with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones? I was going to say, remember? is that the one where she has yeah, to like yoga yeah, pose yeah, through yeah, the Yeah, that's the scene. Laser probably, that's, I knew that was the scene you would remember. It's the only scene I remember. Um, speaking of a uh, little so bit So wait, of, so somebody stole a billion dollars? A billion dollars worth of jewels. Holy mackerel. Yeah, yeah. And so then the, another interesting wow. thing, I, I, they brought on one of the news uh, outlets brought on uh, like a, a famous thief that like went to jail and now is being used oh, to yeah. help like people a, catch people. Sure. So he's a, you know, he's an expert win- witness, if you will. He was telling a story about how most likely, though, what's going to happen is that the museum will end up like no questions asked to get their shit back. Give the thieves potentially a hundred million dollars to just give it back. And they don't even have to ask for ransom. Correct. It'll just happen. It just, it'll just na- they, like apparently next. this happens all over the world to to in, in situations like this. If right. you if you're not if you don't catch them right away, you're basically like okay, no questions asked. Just give us a shit back. Hundred million. Here's hundred million dollars. But everybody wins. Right? Can you because it's, it's like you think about it like a deductible from your insurance policy. Exactly. You know. Well, okay. Plus, how are you going to pawn? A billion dollars worth well, of- You would have to wait or meddle it or break up the diamonds. Right, what would be the point? Of, it would probably devalue the heck out of it. Right, like, so he, the guy said, like, you know, six to, six to nine months, year from now, they'll pay the ransom. It's not even, they don't even ask for a ransom. They just pay it, yeah, get, just, it, stuff, get it back in a big box. Wow. Did you see uh, today, though, there was a terrorist, attack on the London, a terrorist attack on the London Bridge this morning? No. Yeah, so there was a, a knife. On London Bridge? Yeah, again. So a, a guy, uh, um, an a, a extremist, had a what looked like a, a makeshift bomb, a, a vest bomb, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, mm-hmm. a you know, bomb vest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but he kneeled, wields a, a knife, right? Okay. So he just starts okay. stabbing a bunch of people. Oh, jeez. But then the, the Londoners, like, took him down. He ended, yeah. you know, it, and one person ended up being killed. But here was a point that I wanted to make. You know, you can legislate guns out of culture all you want, but you can't ban violence and radicalism. No. Right. No. But but the the people of London have been dealing with terrorists for a long time. I know when I when I was a kid, we lived there for a little while. Mm-hmm. And that was back in the Irish Republican Army days. Mm-hmm. So they've had all that practice. You can't just go into London and not expect to get jacked by a bunch of guys. Right. There's, you know. Yep. They, they, they don't mess around. Nope. 
No, so that was nice so to see him fight and back. Carry on and yeah. take down a mother. One more thing on pop culture. I we, I don't want to bring up the clip today, but I do want to keep our eye on the Kid Rock rant because it just got posted a couple hours ago. Yeah, what, Kid what Rock went on, on apparently another drunken rant about Oprah. He, he there's there's going to be more to that. I can't wait to see Oprah's response. But you know, like <laughs> would he, she even bother? You yeah, know? I don't I don't know. There's there's something bigger there though. So anyway, let's move into the politics section. Can oh. I get my? Can I get it? Thank you, sir. Okay, here we go. Let's move it on. So, did you see the Harvard? Yale football game got postponed over an hour and a half due to the the students rushing the field at halftime to protest climate change. No. You didn't see that? No. Wow. Okay, no. if you haven't seen that, you got to go back and YouTube it, everybody. Right, look, I'm writing so that down. I'm going to look that the up. The Harvard-Yale football game, because it's so important, at halftime, hundreds of students put together a sit-in mm-hmm. on the field mm-hmm. to protest climate change. Now, listen, I don't know that much about football, okay? uh-huh. but let me ask you a quick question. How how does football um, uh, contribute to climate change? A game played outside. <laughs> all, all those people exhaling <laughs> yes. carbon monoxide? You know, lots of, oh. who knows? They have to use uh, uh, combustion engines to get, to, to, the, to get them there. Well, maybe that's right. what it is. No, that's a great point, Dan. Thank you. It because seems bit... there probably could have been a protest somewhere that had, con- it contributes a little more to climate change. Right. But like, we are talking about it. Like maybe at the private jet terminal where the Harvard- <laughs> right. Football team uh, comes you know, in. No, where the Harvard, you know, big money boosters. Oh yeah, can you imagine have their planes or the Yale big money boosters? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go barricade off those jets? <laughs> right. You know, and, and those endowments. Like you think about the endowments at Har- between Harvard and Yale. The, the endowments together, I think, are probably are close oh, to like four billion dollars. Yeah, can't even imagine. Like oh, close, more than that. But no, right? let's definitely protest during uh, halftime so some of the sophomores freeze to death. <laughs> right. So anyway, impeachment seems to have lost a little bit of lust. Yeah, it's going though. It's, it's still going. Like, I'm know, just saying, more like, exciting than a court hearing. Exactly. So that has lost a little bit of luster. And then, the, but did you see? I hope. I hope to God you saw that the great Michael Bloomberg is finally officially in the race. I did see that. Yeah. 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 That's going to be interesting. I, gonna, I can't wait it, to follow yeah, that. No matter what, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. No, I thought you were going to say. Did you see that Donald Trump tweeted a a picture of himself? Do you know what I'm going to say? No. So apparently. Trump tweeted a picture of himself with his head photoshopped onto Rocky Balboa's body. Wow. And he said it was because somebody told him he has a nice chest. I think it was a doctor. Said he has a nice chest. And so he thought he would tweet that image. That's great. Uh, Good idea. What's the connection there? I'm not sure. But uh, yeah. It, it, she's probably trying to give him a. It, it, maybe it was a conspiracy. Somebody hacked his to give to make it look like he's insane. Maybe that's <laughs> that's what it is. It's a conspiracy. Um, and one more thing on the politics side, which Ooh, slash yeah. pop culture. So, yeah. did you see that Prince Andrew appears to be royally fucked in that whole Epstein? <laughs> royally, yeah, royally in that in whole the Epstein, Epstein deal. thing. Yeah, it's not going away. It's not. Yeah, more stuff coming out. Really. So anyway, that's let's pack nasty. our bags to the travel section. That's nasty. So again. Just really, uh, uh, nothing of note, nothing to note this week. But just want to keep it, keep our placeholder. However, next week is going to be a real humdinger. <laughs> so I got the Bears game on Thursday, traveling to Detroit, and then going to the Bengals Browns game in oh. in, in freaking Cleveland. Okay, we're going to call that one an NFL sandwich. All right. Yeah, baby. Okay, so with that, and finally, we'll move. We'll cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of this show. We hope you stick around because then you're gonna know. All right. So after last week's milestone episode, Dan, milestone, we find ourselves at another milestone episode with number forty. If you remember back to episode number twenty, so we did the Pashiba Guide to the Universe and episode yes. the first episode from the studio. Then, True. Then yeah. I brought it back on number twenty. Yeah. And now we're bringing it back on number forty. And oh, at gosh. number twenty, I said that we were going to use the Pashiba Guide to the Universe, you know, on milestone episodes because I love what it is. Sure. So as a quick recap for a reminder 
to the new listeners that haven't gone back and listened to all the other episodes, what the Pashiba Guide to the Universe is this. My last name is Paws. My, my wife's last name is Sheba. So the Paws Sheba Guide to the Universe. All right. So beautiful. What when we were trying to we were in our condo, we had one kid, and we got pregnant with twins and we needed to get out of our condo and we were having a hard time finding a house in Westchester because the market was ridiculous. So we were like, oh, for one, we were overbidding, oh, for one, overbid, oh, for two, overbid again, oh, for three, overbid, oh, for four. We're just completely getting used by the top realtor in Westchester who will go nameless because I don't want to get in trouble by her. So but anyway, we was really sad and we were like, go to bed. My wife is like now, you know, like, you know, Five weeks pregnant, six weeks pregnant with twins, right. you know, seven weeks, eight weeks, don't have a house, you know, 1,500 square foot condos, not going to do it, yeah, right? Like, you know, like blah, 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 on Wilshire Boulevard. Like, we don't want to have three kids running around on Wilshire, you know, yeah, no. one's okay, but not, yeah, three. not three. So anyway, we were, were so sad. We were starting to get so down. So like to keep from like literally being at tears, which at once I like pract- I was, we would search like like inspirational comments, Twitter mm. feeds, <laughs> com- com- comedic things. Remember when we yeah. talked about that? Sure, sure. And I was like, was like I made it very clear. Like some, like I don't, I didn't make up any of these. I don't think they all go credit to somewhere to some somebody. I don't know who, but when we put together the the Poshiba coffee table book, remember right. at the end it's exactly. going to be call my attorney if you right. thought there's a stolen. You'll get your and you'll get your cut. Sure. All right. So, so since it was Thanksgiving yesterday, we're going to do a top ten of the Poshiba guides that makes me feel thankful. You're going to have to think a little bit, then and then it also no, makes you be thankful and grateful. Okay, okay? perfect. All right, so number first one. Yes. Two things that matter the most, genetics and attitude. If you don't ace genetics, you better have a great attitude. <laughs> and a bad attitude can ruin great genetics. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so I'm simply grateful for slightly above average genetics and a mm-hmm. great attitude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I realize some of this is going to be about me, but hopefully you can. Well, just you can hear it. Sheba guide. Exactly. It's just a guide. Yeah, but but this like, applies to everybody. Listen, you know. Thank you. Okay. For, all right. So 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 stop being so you know. Don't worry. Should about I it. stop? Keep going. Should I stop agreeing with you? Yeah. No, you're doing great. I just oh, don't okay. want to feel like it's all about me. Okay. Because <laughs> you're because you're a co-host. All right. Number two, write your wife and or kids a letter when you're traveling about how much you appreciate and love them. Oh, that's cute. So. I've done it once and I said I gotta do it more. I need to do it more. Mm-hmm. And and especially with the kids, they like they, they, they don't when's the last time you saw a kid open a letter? Right. And you're talking about a letter a that letter you that you're writing. I got that from another letter. movie that, that I saw them writing in the movie. It was like the the one with the driver with v, Vigo Mortensen and the really talented oh, uh, yeah, sure. uh African American pianist. Um what was it called? I'll never think of his name. It was called Green Book. Green Book, right. Okay, that's where I got that idea. Oh, from. is that right? Because he did that. that. He's like, you know, it's sort of like a uneducated uh, you know, uh uh um uh, Italian from New right, York City right. that like is you know traveling around the South and he's writing letters. Yeah. That's where I oh, got he's it from. Them, That's yeah. where I got it from. So anyway, Shilla Ali is that the other actor? Yes, name? something like that. Great, great actor, great freaking actor. actor. Yes, number three. It always takes somebody's energy to finish something. I'm grateful mm. to my team. Yeah, that I work with. Yeah. on my day job. Yeah, and it always does take someone's energy to finish something. Yeah, right. And I'm grateful to you, Dan, because your energy to allow the energy that you put in to make this show as tight as it is. I try, I try, you know, okay. It takes somebody's energy. Right, it like, does. I put forth more energy during the show. Oh yes, than me. Yeah, and, and you, <laughs> you put know. in more energy to finish the show. Exactly. That's true. All right, number four. Work harder on the extra 20 hours a week that you're passionate about, passionate about. We've talked about this before. You know, you work like some people work 30, 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. 50 hours mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. but there's always an extra time. Yes. But to, to be able to still pay your bills and not get crazy and, you know, drop everything you're doing and not care about providing for your family. Right. It's that extra 20 hours, right? The things you're passionate about. Yeah, right. Yeah. And for me, I am grateful that I have found this show because it fulfills the 20 hours of my passion for creativity or my passion for oh, having beautiful. A, a messed up brain and to be like, you know, just <laughs> right. like, you know, just to be yeah, a little yeah. crazy. Absolutely. But still providing, you know, for my family. But still exactly. So you're focusing on working harder on that extra 20 hours like you 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 think you're too tired well then you're then you're you still gotta you, you still gotta do still it gotta do it okay number five be an expert on body language we've mentioned this in episodes long time ago but i wanted to bring it back 
being, I believe I'm an expert on body language. Why do you think I'm so critical of DTR? Okay. Because you, yeah, you notice. Because, because I notice, step, I've noticed step. a lot of things. Yep. But you can also notice it in everyday life. Mm-hmm. You can notice it, in, especially in business. Sp- continue to pay pe- attention to the body language because I think I'm really right. good at it. I'm grateful for that. Is this your way of telling me that I slouched too much? A little bit. Okay. Number six, health beats wealth. Yeah. True. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to be wealthy. All right. But I will take not being wealthy <laughs> and being healthy and being healthy at this particular moment. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, tip better. <laughs> no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like there's nothing more connected in it's in a, in a feeling of thankfulness and gratefulness right. than a tip. No. Am I right? Yeah, well, absolutely. So listen, so can you give us some advice on tipping? So for instance, how do you decide how much to tip at a restaurant, at a hotel, baggage guy, you know, whatever? Yeah, so, like, what are your guidelines for that? So I, I, I wrote down another thing that I don't want to blow our minds up, but oh. I believe that, you know, when you, when you talk about tipping, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really been able to grasp how I could put this into a, a larger book or idea someday. Okay. But I believe that tipping well... Mm-hmm. inappropriately in the right areas could be a, the social blockchain revolution. And I know that that sounds like a huge, like, did, like, did, like my head just exploded. Yeah, that does sound huge. But and I'm is... not going to try, we, we're, we're getting close to an hour, so I want to try and end this show quick, but we'll come okay. back to the social blockchain revolution. Yeah, let's revolution. get into that because... But, but tipping, so I, I always have been a good tipper, yeah. and I've become a better tipper as I've be, continued to do like this and just feel mm-hmm. more of that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never tip less than 12 to 13% on a check. Yeah. Um, I tip as much as 20 to 30% if they do a fantastic job Yeah, or just like you've brought something to the table besides right. good service. Right. I like to do that um, because you, know, you think about it and this was back to also uh, connecting the dots a little bit of the, like the pop culture politics. So, you know, the, the, the Elizabeth Warrens of the world want to, you know, crazy tax billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Like an extra six plus percent on billionaires, period, mm-hmm. right? So, and if you go back, and in, 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 in the story this week was about how Jeff Bezos only gave $150 million to charity last year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But he's worth, you know, billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. But he only gave $150 million to charity. Right. So, let me ask you this, genius, genius Warren. So, when you start taxing billionaires even more, and you take that to the government, who are you going to affect the most Numb nuts, charities, because you think mm. that the billionaires who don't already give <laughs> bill, hundreds of millions of dollars a year to charity are going to say, okay, government, take an extra 6% of my money. I'm still going to give away hundreds of millions of charity. I pro- I doubt it. Right. And take that money out of their charitable right. It's bucket. Like, so, you know, like, I, I don't give a lot to charity on a, on a, on a, like a consistent, like annual basis. I don't give to, I don't tie the church, mm. but I, I tip the hell out of my life. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And Perfect sense, and now, actually. And now, and now and I'm, I'm, I'm brushing the, the social blockchain revolution. Okay. Oh, we got to get so into So you this. feel me on yeah, that? I do feel you, yeah. actually. So yeah. I tip the hell out of it. Right. Okay. Anyway. And that works. So we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Anyway, tip better, okay? Okay. Because that's nothing, nothing shows gratefulness or thankfulness better than that. Number eight, badass parents equal badass kids. Yes. And I can tell you, yes. I am grateful for mine. You yeah. know, and there uh, for all the things that that didn't go perfectly with them. I am grateful for my parents, and at the end of the day, I would say I still had had and have badass parents. So, yeah. Whew, uh, sorry, number nine. You got to take what you can while you can. All right. Now this mm. is I'm What's grateful. I'm grateful for a healthy sense of selfishness that I've come to realize over the years. Interesting. That's it. Healthy. A healthy sense of selfishness. Healthy sense of selfishness. Interesting. For years and years and years, I got ran over at work. I'm just like the team guy, team guy, team guy. Well, 2020, I'm coming with the thunder and Uh-oh. a healthy level yeah. of selfishness, which in turn is better for me and it is in turn and better for the organization. Yes, it is. Because so it's, it's motivating, I'm sure. Right? Absolutely. So you, that's a phrase, by the way, that that line, that's there. I'm going to end with two lines from a movie. Okay. You got to take what 
you can while you can okay. is from Almost Famous, the lead singer when oh, he's really? interviewed by the rock the rock writer. Yeah. And and then right afterwards he's talking about how rock and roll can save the world and yeah. he goes and the chicks are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that that yeah, that, yeah. that scene? Yes, okay, anyway. Uh last on on number 10. So Lastly, a direct movie quote from the movie Meet Joe Black. Mm. Do you remember the movie Meet Joe Black? Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. Anthony Hopkins? Yes. And? That's enough. Uh, I can't think of the girl's name. Okay, the but she, name. she's great. Yeah. Um, Was it Jennifer Connelly? No, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think Anyway, so. so great movie. I started watching it the other night, and I recorded it, um, and then I watched the rest of it last night. If you haven't seen the movie Meet Joe Black and you have daughters, you got to go back and watch the movie Meet Joe Black. Is that right? Yes. Because I, I watched it so long before I, I ever had a daughter. I was literally like tears running down my eyes two nights in a row with the way that this movie goes with love and daughters, man. Ooh, like, holy so cow. It was so unbelievable. Like the the, really? the emotion that I was getting out of it. And so anyway, if you have daughters and you haven't watched the movie Meet Joe Black, go back and watch it. So here's the number 10, a direct quote from the the character Bill Parrish. Now, mind you, we talked about Uber Wealthy. Yes. Now, in the movie, Bill Parrish is a billionaire. Yes. Okay. And Brad Pitt comes in human form as death and wants to learn about what Bill Parrish, the great billionaire, mm -hmm. is like. And then he's going to take him and he's going to be dead. And, and that's it. All right? right. So in the last, one of the last scenes in the movie, this was Bill Parrish, the guy in the movies, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, speech to his birthday party on his 65th birthday, right before he knows he's going to die. Dan. Okay. Okay. He says, he talks a little bit, but then at the end he says, I wish you will have a life as lucky as mine. And may you wake up one morning and say, I don't want anything more. Mm. So I'm not going to pretend that I am content in my life today, right. but I'm about as close as you could possibly get at 39 years old mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for that goddamn sentence. Will you read that again? I wish you will have a life as lucky as mine. And may you wake up one morning and say, I don't want anything more. That's a great line. Isn't that a great line? Yeah. God. All right. So. Whew. Wow. Okay. Hey, Thanksgiving. Get, <laughs> yeah, right. You can get a little emotional in Thanksgiving uh, you gotta, here. You, you so let's end it with, before we get into the official ending, let's get our song in here. So how can you have, after all of that, oh. I, I thought a perfect song would be none other than Gratitude by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. man. I, I love me some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna thank you. Oh. I don't know this song, but I love I this song. I never knew it either. I just Googled really? gratitude. <laughs> this is hot. Yeah. Isn't it feel good? This is the real thing. And now this doesn't give you a... And if this doesn't put a smile on your face and recap... Right. I feel like it's a perfect recap of what we just did. Absolutely. On a Friday after Thanksgiving. Right. On a Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Done. Done. All right. So can't wait for the bowl game against the Bears. Dan, you and your son are coming to the game. Yes, That's going to be exciting to talk about it. All right. So can't wait for the bowl game against the Bears and can't wait to see all the true UCLA fans at the Rose Bowl because it is our bowl game. And remember, at the very, very least, when you have a positive attitude, no matter what, something's always Bruin. Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Beat down the middle. We got something brewing here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.